Chipotle is opening its first ever digital-only restaurant where customers have to order ahead and pick up their food. I'm just afraid because of these changes, eating Chipotle will no longer feel like an authentic Mexican experience. Uber is launching a new service to try to attract more customers during the pandemic. The new option is called Uber Reserve. Customers can now reserve rides up to 30 days in advance, and they can pick their favorite driver for the trip. Who has a favorite Uber driver? (laughs) It's like having a favorite subway conductor. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Well, good day, everybody. I'm so excited. We have a lot of great stuff coming up on on the podcast this morning. We will get to the Mike Tyson um, fake penis story, the Wizenator, because I did a lot of research for the podcast this morning. Yeah, I know. You were Googling dicks. I Listen, stop. I wasn't Googling dicks. I was Googling the prosthetic that Mike Tyson used. And I had no idea its popularity. I joked that it was its own website. It is its own website. In fact, many different shades. We'll get into it. We'll get into it uh, later on. Later on. We're also going to talk about Ticketmaster's new policy they say will be in place by the time concerts are a thing. And uh, some people, totally fine with it. Other people, no thank you. Um, So I'll tell you what they're going to demand of you should you want to go right ahead and attend that concert or sporting event 2021. The breaking news that is coming out this morning is I think most people, because the story went national, most people have heard about the 12-year-old boy, innocent bystander, last week was out shopping with his mother, wrong place, wrong time, Uh, probably some gangbangers started shooting at each other, this kid got shot, and this morning we found out the 12-year-old has died. A 12-year-old out with his mother shopping. Shot to death in Toronto. These gun crimes are getting way too out of hand, Cat. I mean, they were bad before, but they're real bad now. Yeah. So a couple of things from this. Our condolences to the family. Nobody should have to deal with that. That's horrible. I can't, like, you can't even th- think about, like, put yourself in that position. I can't. Put yourself in I that can't. position. Yep. Second thing is it's time for the politicians to stop fucking around. I'm looking at you, John Tory. I'm looking at you, Justin Trudeau. I'm looking at you, Bill Blair. Putting a a Band-Aid over top of a gunshot, forgive the expression, um, with this ban on handguns or, or, or whatever. I mean, it's not helping. It's not. You guys need to get real serious about dealing with the actual problem. You did something that didn't need to be done, and it didn't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something else. I think you know that I've got um, uh, I do a fair bit of work with uh, various police officers and forces. And one of the things that you won't hear too many people say publicly, you won't, is something that I think a lot of people know, but nobody will talk about it. This seems to have really gotten out of hand since carding ended. And I fully understand that there was okay. people who who had real solid foundation and solid reasoning for hating the carding system. Was it being used for the wrong reasons? Yeah, probably in some cases. Was it targeting specific ethnic groups or minorities? Yeah, it probably was in some cases by some police officers. Say what you will about that program. Uh, there was an inherent fear about walking around the streets carrying a loaded gun. You could really be stopped at any time. Now there doesn't seem to be that fear. You know, there's no sober second thought anymore. 
People can carry their guns around with them because they don't have to worry about stop being stopped. And it didn't used to be like that. At least before, if you had beef with somebody and you thought, you know what, I'm going to shoot that person, you at least had to go home and get your gun. Now you're carrying it with you. And it seems like this has been happening since carding ended. Maybe my timeline's wrong. Maybe it is. And, and I'm not even saying we should necessarily bring it back. But they outlawed that so fucking quick, and uh, we're seeing a lot more gun violence on the streets lately, aren't we? I've, I've heard a lot of, of – you're not the only one I've heard with that theory, by the way. There's people I've heard with the same, and there's a lot of different theories floating around about why it – either it is worse or it seems worse. I don't know what it is. I've heard that more needs to be done at, if you will, ground level. So more needs to be done right there in the streets. These are people that are joining gangs because that's where they feel they belong for whatever reason, because their home life perhaps takes a hit. That's why, because their home life is no good. So they venture out to find people who who care for them and want to be around them. And perhaps they're into some dirty, shady shit and they get into it, too. Um, maybe that's it. I mean, I'm no I'm no professional on it, but from hearing from people who are that's one of the things. I, I have a family member who's an undercover police officer for many, many, many years, and a lot of his, a lot of his undercover stuff was gangs and drugs, um, specifically in the motorcycle gangs, but in, in a couple different areas. And a lot of the time, he noticed that the resources aren't there. And there is a lot of truth to bring more, bring resources, and get them young, because that's exactly when they start their bad habits when you're young right you're it's quite it's, it's a lot easier to sway someone when they're young they're they don't know much else about the world maybe they are being neglected or maybe it's other reasons it's not a lot of the time you hear of a good person that's attended many community groups and then they went shady doesn't happen often I, it, it bothers i don't know it bothers me to hear these stories maybe there is more that, to, that could be done there um I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is. Well, I know, it seems like there's a lot more people walking the streets carrying a gun now. And like, f- it's one thing to own one; it's another thing to carry it around. Scott, with. God, if that was me, like, I, I don't even want to venture. Like, I don't even want to think about putting myself in that in that in that mindset. But like, you got to be fucking kidding me! That you're like just the middle of the day. Let's fucking shoot people up. I know that there's a lack of common sense there. I mean, obviously, everybody knows that this these people are lacking common sense. But how can you seriously? care so little about humanity, about the world, that you can go around just fucking shooting people in broad daylight at malls or in front of malls on the street and risk the lives of so many people around you. Like you, something has to be really, went really fucking wrong in your life for that to happen. I, it's something that, again, I, I can't grasp. I won't pretend that I can grasp it. I won't pretend that I do grasp it. And I don't pretend that I have the answer to it. I just know that some more shit needs to be done. I agree with you. I don't think this ban, this is one of those things that makes people look good in the papers, right? Oh, they issue a ban on this. And guess what, guys? A new gun law is in effect. Like, fuck off. Let's figure out who these people are. Maybe more undercover work needs to be done. Maybe that means more money needs to go into it. But innocent lives, like the lives of a 12-year-old boy being lost because of some fuckery that's happening over here that maybe could have been fixed or changed or... I don't know. It could have been helped. Like, let's focus on that core, on that root. That's how I feel about it anyway. Let's try to figure out what's going wrong and how we can change it as best we can. Because it it doesn't seem to be getting better. Maybe we should start actually checking people at the border. If the if the guns really are coming from the states, I mean, uh, what are we doing to stop that? 
I was always worried they had like an x-ray machine. I thought that when my car drove under that little thing at the bridge that it could see in my car and it, it kind of like an airport scanner, but apparently not. No. So there's got to be a way that we can filter out these guns that are coming over the border because it seems like way too many people have them. And unfortunately for all of us, it's the bad guys that have them. You know, it'd be one thing if we were all armed, but fuck, we're, we're completely outnumbered here and random people are getting shot in the street. It's terrible. Terrible. Now a 12-year-old boy. Horrible. Uh, a couple other things here. Number one, oh, the, <laughs> we still don't know what's going on with the U.S. election, but now they're going to recount by hand the votes in Georgia. And one of the ways that that was uh, uh, brought to light, uh, one of the the, re, <laughs> the need for it was brought to light, was they were looking at some of the ballots and they pointed out that people who voted for Donald Trump likely voted for Republican senators as well. There was only a difference out of... 818 votes when you look at the votes that got cast for Trump and the votes that got cast for senators. 818 is not a huge discrepancy when you're talking about over 2 million votes or over 4 million or whatever it was. But when you look at Joe Biden, the amount of people who just voted for Joe Biden but did not vote for senator is like 75,000. <laughs> no. So that could mean that there was a lot of people who don't care about the Senate race. They only wanted to vote for president, or it could mean that there was a lot of ballots that were thrown together at the last minute. That's the theory that's being floated around. Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, was on Fox News this morning talking about it. And there's a major celebrity endorsement now, Kat, for President Trump. Major celebrity. Careful what you throw around. Who is it? John Voight. I stand here with all that feel as I do, disgusted with this lie that Biden has been chosen, as if we all don't know the truth. The ones who are jumping for joy now are jumping toward the horror they will be in for, because I know that the promises being made from the left to the American people will never come to be. My friends of all colors, races, and religions, this is now our greatest fight since the Civil War, the battle of righteousness versus Satan, because these leftists are evil, corrupt, and they want to tear down this nation. We must fight this corruption that has taken over and fight for the good that seems lost. Let us give our trust to God and fight now for Trump's victory because we all know this ballot count is corruption like they are. Let us fight this fight as if it is our last fight on earth. God bless. <laughs> oh, come on. He's a little, uh, he, went, he went a little. Uh, a little? A lot off the rails not too long ago so intense holy cow yeah uh, i don't think this u.s election thing's going to be settled for quite a while but i i do i feel it i see it you know in, in the same way that people you could tell were really starting to get sick of the covid restrictions and you could see more and more people questioning and doubting and things like that we all saw that tsunami starting to happen back in the summer and it amped up as the fall came in i'm starting to see more and more of that with people who are starting to doubt those election results. Mm -hmm. It's going to be uh, crazy what happens over the next couple of months in America. It's it's actually kind of a comforting yeah. feeling to be up here with a box of popcorn watching it happen down there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Speaking of uh, COVID, Ticketmaster has pissed a lot of people off. Uh, they have leaked to Billboard magazine how they're going to do concerts once yeah. the vaccine is widely available. 
You well, want to explain? Well, it was yeah, and it was something that we had all questioned, and we'd seen kind of images and, and mock-ups. These were not from Ticketmaster, but people saying, this is how we could do concerts, and let's let them happen soon, and here's the rows, and then you divide everybody apart. and But then you think about the revenue. People aren't understanding the revenue of it all. You bring in a massive artist, like um, whatever. I'll just throw Justin Bieber out there as an example because he will have a tour. So let's say there's a massive artist. Justin Bieber is it. He wants to make a certain amount of, of dollars at, per concert. The the setup that they had previously mocked up, again, it wasn't them. This is just like fans, I think, wouldn't make him make any money. So that's fucking useless to him. He doesn't want to do that. And neither does the production team and everybody else. And the venue doesn't want to do that. Yeah, we'd be paying like $800 a ticket. For yeah, a show that's, if we right? had to have a distance concert. Correct, because the revenue had to, has to be made up somewhere. This is a business at the end of the day. So that was kind of out. So now we're hearing uh, Ticketmaster telling us their plan. Their plan is a couple of things you have to do. Either you need proof of vaccination or you need a recent negative test for COVID-19. And how they will get those submitted to them is through their app using a digital health pass. What the heck is a digital health pass? Oh, great question. These have been worked on by... Created by the deep state. Let's hear more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, IBM, for example... They're talking IBM is one of the companies, but there's a couple. IBM has been working on this for a while, knowing full well people are going to need some kind of proof of vaccination in certain fields, maybe, right? So they've been working on their digital health pass in order to get uh, verified vaccination statuses. And they're all legit. They're very secure, they say. You'll either be able to have your vaccination status confirmed to be accurate via this app, and then that goes through the Ticketmaster app. So it is all on one app. Or your negative test results, same thing, will be delivered to this health pass, which goes through Ticketmaster. So basically at the door, you got your concert ticket and your digital health pass gets scanned uh, to confirm that you had a negative test recently. By the way, what does recently mean? I don't know. Does that mean I could have taken one last week and, and that's okay because I'm going to the concert today? Or do I have to have had that? negative results in the last couple of days because that's going to get really interesting too uh because who knows where you were like let's say you got a negative test a week ago who knows where i've been in that week yeah i could still stroll through the doors having covid because it's been a full week and i've done all kinds of shit in between so i I don't know the details on that we don't know but that seems like the gun ban though That seems like, uh, okay, well, yeah, yeah, we banned guns, so uh, there won't be any more gun crime. In this case, oh, it's okay. You can feel safe at the concert because everybody's got either the vaccine or they had a recent COVID test. Okay, but me, I'll usually go for dinner and drinks before a concert. Who's to say I didn't pick it up at the restaurant or on the subway on the way to the show? It's not a perfect plan, Scott. It's not a perfect plan. That just gives people a false sense of security, doesn't it? Maybe, maybe um, I, I could see people doing it, though. But the bottom line is, do you see people doing it? Yes, I do. Until something possibly goes wrong, <laughs> then I do. Until all those things we just mentioned could happen, I see people doing it. In fact, on our, uh, I'll even throw out our, our Facebook page, um, our morning uh, FM radio show, 91.5 The Beat. So on our Facebook page, we were talking about it this morning. I put it, posted it on mine, too. Some people say it's excessive. But everyone pretending like it already uh, doesn't exist. There's going to be some mandatory vaccinations depending on where you live in the world. Suck it up. Okay, I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't think it's going to be mandatory all over the place. I think some people assume that we're going to have to get this vaccine. That won't be the case. It's going to go mainly to people who need to get it. And we've talked about who that list should be before. Um, Some people saying, yes, I've been waiting to go to concerts. I've been waiting for a year to go to a concert. So hell really? yes, I'm going to take a vaccination. Um, whatever 
whenever it's approved, I will take it. Huh. Uh, you know, it's weird because when I first heard that, I was actually pretty angry. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys then. I just won't go to any shows. You're not going to tell me I need to get a needle, which I'm kind of hesitant about to begin with, just to be able to see, I don't know, Sean Mendez. And I like Sean Mendez a lot, but I, I, I don't want to go and get this vaccination that I'm unsure about that we don't even really know the long term effects of yet just to see this show. Mm-hmm. But then I put myself in a different circumstance when I realized Well, I am a season ticket holder for the Buffalo Bills, and their tickets are through Ticketmaster, and, well, Mm -hmm. Leafs tickets go through Ticketmaster, and, well, you know, if if a buddy phoned me and said, hey, I've got a jet gassed up and waiting, we're going to Augusta to watch the final round of the Masters this weekend, yeah, I would 100% go. Would I race out to get the COVID vaccine on the way? Well, if that's the only way to get into the Masters, that's the only way to get into the Masters. So I guess they kind of have a monopoly on it. But that's going to make all of us make a choice. Where do you draw your line? No, I'm not going to get it to go to a concert. But leaf tickets would be something different. Yeah. Uh, The Masters, that'd be something different. NFL, yeah, I'd like to go to the Super Bowl, but I can't unless I've got a shot. I do think the Ticketmaster is going to have to reverse course on this. I think there's going to be so much backlash or someone But what will is their option? With- but tell me what their option is in order for concerts to continue. This, to well, me, might be their best option, Scott. I'm sure they've laid everything out. To me, this might be The first option is we need actual competition for Ticketmaster. I mean actual competition. So then, but okay, so let's say there was one. Let's say it was uh, Ticket Guy. Ticket Guy. That's it. Competition. What are they going to do? What do they do? You know, I think that there's some artists who really don't care. All you need to do is flip on CNN at any given hour and you will see thousands of people gathered together in America. So people that don't really care about physical distancing and don't think this is a thing. So that would be a target market for them, first and foremost. Second off, is there a way to do it? I'm sure there is. We just got to get a little more creative about it. That's the thing, though. I'm sure they have. This is Ticketmaster. These are the leading... People, when it comes to tickets for sporting and concert, I'm sure they have, Scott. I really don't think there's any other options. And by the way, if let's say even someone did come along as ticket guy, uh, no problem, guys, come on in without your test. You think fucking cities will allow that in their city? Hell no. They'll say, get the fuck out and go elsewhere. I'm not allowing you to have swarms of people who either we don't know if they've had COVID tests, we don't know if they've had been vaccinated, gather together. I just don't see that happening either. And maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. But I will say that there has to be another alternative that will be relevant at the time that we start talking about this as if it's a real scenario. Because right now it's all hypothetical. We don't know uh, what's going to happen with this vaccine. We don't even know when it's going to be widely available for us to get the antibody test to see if we did have it. I'll take that test. I'm perfectly willing to take it. I'm positive I had it. And I can even identify roughly when I had it. I'll take that, and if I can show that I have my natural antibodies in me, if I have to show that to get into a Leaf game or a Raptors game, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, here's the proof, I had it, no problem. But to force me to get a needle or or a swab up my nose, it's going to be really situational what I'm willing to do that for. And I think it will be for a lot of people. And what they need to keep in mind, too... This could really kill the concert industry completely. Right now, they make a fortune off of artists that are touring. The artists make money off of it. Ticketmaster makes a ton. The venue makes a lot of money. There are other alternatives, or people will just stop giving a shit. 
and mm-hmm. maybe it won't even be a thing to go to concerts in a few years It'll because they'll have pissed so many people off in the meantime, nobody's going to want to go on tour to play to half-sold-out right. arenas. It'll be the battle of the platforms is what it'll end up being, kind of like it already is when it comes to movies. It's going to be the, will the Justin Bieber concert, which he's recorded here with a bunch of people who did take a COVID test that you can watch at home, will Netflix get it? Will Apple TV Plus get it? Ooh, let's find out. Does Amazon get it? So I could see that happening, honestly. An article today in the Toronto Sun written by Lori Goldstein. I like Lori a lot. Uh, I'm not quite sure what he's suggesting in this series of tweets promoting said article, though. He's pointing out, and he's not wrong here, that the government is ignoring public health advice here in Ontario. See, when they talked about setting up the uh, uh, color-coded system that we have now here in Ontario. By the way, the vast majority of the province is in orange, one step below, or they're either in yellow or orange, really close to knocking on the door of red. Gray is a full-blown lockdown, in case you're not familiar with how it works. So, apparently, the chief medical officer of health Maybe it was him specifically. Maybe it wasn't uh, the round table that they've got there. They weren't all looped in initially on this new color-coded system. And apparently when they made the recommendations about that color-coded system, they recommended, what was it, uh, 25 infections per 1,000 people or something like that? I want to try and get you the exact number because it, uh, it was a strange number. Public health recommended four levels of control measures, with the strictest being red, not gray. They wanted an infection rate of 25 cases per 100,000 people and a lab test positivity rate of 2.5%. What the government ended up going with was four times higher, 100 cases per 100,000 and 10%. That's when we would go to a lockdown. And... One thing I want to point out here is because I know that some people are going to use this to shit all over the government. Ah, oh, they're not listening to the doctors. They're not listening to the yeah, doctors. I mean, it's already going viral. Um, they've been listening to the doctors since day one. That was always the knock on Ford is uh, what is it? Who's running the province, the premier or the doctors? There's a lot of people that, that made that comparison. It's the doctor's jobs to think about public health. It's the doctor's jobs to make recommendations. The doctors didn't run in an election. The doctors will still have jobs at the end of this pandemic, like it or not. The doctors, while they do have to worry about public health, don't have to take into account anything else. They don't have to take into account the economic impact, the long-term debt. They don't have to take into account logistics. They don't have to take any of that shit into account. All they have to do is think about infection rates and spread. Well, there's a lot more that goes into it besides infection rates and spread. It's the government's job to make the decisions based on all of the factors. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I don't know how they came up with 100 instead of 25. Was there a compromise in there? Is 100 too high? Is 100 too low? I don't know. All I'm saying is the doctors are doing their job. They're making recommendations. It's up to the government to accept or turn down those recommendations. It's up to us at the end of it to decide if the government made the right decisions. And at the end of the day, everybody except the doctors is going to be accountable for this. 
The doctors don't have to face the electorate in June of 2022, the next time we go to the polls. The government does. And you know what? If they completely fuck this up, all right, well, they're probably going to get booted out of office and they'll all be unemployed. But I can't help but think that they're taking into account a lot more than just the spread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's I know other what you factors mean. here. Do you like this code thus far? Do you like this code system, though? I, I think it's basically the same thing everybody else is doing. Most jurisdictions have adopted some sort of a color system uh, for consistency and continuity. Yeah, it probably is good. There probably should have been a, a more of a uniform set of standards. The only thing I'm not thrilled about with the colors is the fact that we do have that extra layer. It goes from green to yellow to orange to red to gray. I would have thought that red was the full-blown lockdown. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we have that fifth one, and the doctors didn't even recommend a fifth. They only went with four. But I have to assume that that's the government signaling. Uh, Yeah, if if you get to red, this is your absolute last warning. But frankly, I think we're on our last warning. Some areas should be. Absolutely. Absolutely they should be. There is a lot of regions this weekend that are going to have a lot more restrictions come Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, that they don't have right now. And that's all because it's getting really fucking out of control here. I mean, and I'm not trying to be an alarmist, but let me just give you some raw data here. 1,426 new infections yesterday. 15 new deaths. Hospitalizations up. ICU patients up. Patients on ventilators up. Over 10,000 active cases. Uh, And by the way, the 1,426 new infections is against only... 886 recovered patients. Uh, There are some people that are reporting uh, that today is going to be another record breaker, too. We haven't had the numbers down just yet. Yeah, we haven't had the numbers down just yet. But those who know say brace yourselves because we're about to hit another record. And there's new modeling coming out today as well that'll predict just how bad it's going to be. I I care about health. I take the pandemic seriously. I protect myself. And I like to think that when I'm protecting myself, I'm also protecting others. Great. But... I'm uh, not necessarily willing to throw the keys to the province across the table to all the doctors and let them make all the decisions, because I do think that there are some other factors here that at least need to be considered. And if we consider the human cost and say, "Eh, it doesn't matter, let's just go to the let's just stay with the spread. Let's just stay with the doctor's advice on how to control this particular thing. Okay, fine. But I think it's worth having a conversation over. And I'm pretty sure those conversations happen regularly at Queen's Park. Uh, let's talk quickly here about Mike Tyson's dick. It's on my list. Mike Tyson's dick. Is that what it says? Yeah. Don't forget. So Mike Tyson on uh, a podcast uh, this week was talking about back in the day, the shit that they used to get away with. He says, honest to God, guys, I know people know that some people had took drugs and some people drank and they took these tests and it was all baloney. He said, don't even think for a second. Someone was sober. When they used to fight back in the day. We used to get away with that shit all the time. And Mike Tyson has admitted to to doing drugs in the past. And now he's explaining a little bit more about what he's done. And he's done what many people in that scenario back in the day. Probably even today or who knows. Do. And they use a prosthetic penis. A prosthetic penis. In fact, he used to take his urine from anywhere he could get it that he knew it was clean. His baby's urine at the time. He would take his baby boy's urine and collect it 
and place it in the wizenator, which is basically a hollowed out penis sh- shape that you put in your pants so that when, it, when you're peeing in front of whoever it might be um, that you have to pee in front of, it looks as though you're peeing from your penis, but you are not. You are putting the liquid that you collected, in this case, his son's urine, peeing that into a cup. And he would pass the test and everything was fine. He would sometimes take it from, from siblings or whoever he knew, cousins, whatever, that he knew was clean. And he did this for, for a long time. So he mentions the Wizenator specifically. That's what it's called, the Wizenator. That's and- a legit thing. You didn't make that up. I didn't make that up. And I've known, to, I, I knew about prosthetic penises for movies before. And I did know that there's such a thing as fake penises for tests. I've heard about it before. Whether it's a sports person or uh, uh, even those on parole, for example, they would find objects like this. But the Wizenator has its own website. You can buy the Wizenator, the Wizenator Touch, in five different shades. And what it looks like is. There's different prosthetic dicks that you can buy, of course. But for the Wizenator, it's basically, it's this white little, white little pouch. And attached to that pouch swings out a little fake dick. It comes in white, tan, Latino. That's the name of the shade. Brown. That's a shade? And black. Latino? <laughs> yes. And I assume you would want to match your shade as best as possible. Well, because imagine it would be quite the red flag, Scott, if you were about to get tested and you whipped out a black dick. That would be a red flag. Actually, we had a text message from somebody on our FM radio show today on 91.5 The Beat. Somebody texted in and said that he went to school with somebody who was worried he was going to fail the drug test. So he ordered a prosthetic dick online and he was a black guy, but accidentally ordered a white dick. Yeah, that's a problem. What are you thinking? Doesn't look the same, right? Can you, Doesn't match. Can I read you a description of the Wiz, K, the Wiz Kit or the Wizinator Touch? One of these ones here? Yeah, go I'll ahead. I'll do both. The Wiz Kit. The Wiz Kit is the original refillable belt and the first unisex refillable urine kit on the market. Now, someone might be wondering, unisex, what is this for? Apparently, you can also use this in a, in a sexual way. Most definitely, you can the WizKit has been trusted for years, backed by our quality guarantee. The amazing package comes ready to use right out of the box, complete with over three ounces of toxin and disease-free pre-mixed synthetic urine, two organic heat pads, easy-to-read temperature strip, 100% cotton detachable elastic belt, and a 60-milliliter syringe. The Wizinator Touch is a discreet synthetic urine kit that is safe for all types of scenarios. The most lifelike, realistic fake penis on the market. The medical-grade synthetic urine kit features an ultra-quiet flow system, very easy to use, and operates with one hand. I guess quiet would be important, right? Like, you can't have, like, a fucking motor going when you're trying to pee into a cup. Well, when you think about a pee stream, and I won't talk for the penis pee stream, but I think, you know, you know what it sounds like. And if, let's say, it just kind of trickled out really slowly, that might be a problem. Again, another red flag. If the official that's watching you, if, let's say, you're Mike Tyson, you just trickle out a little bit. And it, that doesn't sound like a penis peeing to me. I've heard a penis pee before. So that's why they make it so that it's apparently just like a penis peeing. You don't have to worry about it. It comes with all the things I mentioned for the initial for the original Wiz kit, but the Wizinator Touch is a more realistic 
the heating there's heating pads by the way maybe you're wondering what the heating pads are for you can you heat up you heat up the fake dick Right, because you don't want cold pee to be handled by the nurse who's taking the sample. Is that correct? Correct. You want it to feel like you want it to feel real, real. warm pee. Absolutely. You want it to be as realistic as possible. And pee comes out a little bit warm from the body, which is what you need those packs for. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really fucked up when you think about the fact that these companies and I'll mention the price in a second, by the way. When you think about – these companies have thought of everything. And, w- I mean, Wizenator was mentioned by name by Mike Tyson. So you know there's people in sports that have, done, that have used this before that won't ever endorse it. Go oh, God, no, but they buy it. Um, it's for – do you want to guess what it retails – each dick real t- retails for here or what? I, I, I don't know. They're like, what, 30 bucks at the stag shop or whatever? One twenty nine ninety five. Fuck off. That's on sale. You know what's easier than all of this? Not doing drugs. What? You don't, don't say. do it. You don't hey, say. If your entire fucking livelihood depends on you passing a drug test, why would you take the chance and have to go online and order the goddamn Wizenator? But I Touch. Will, I'm going to throw a butt out there because let's talk about boxers. Mike Tyson says, and yes, there's boxers that do it completely sober that are legit. But Mike Tyson says, if I threw out names to you, you would be shocked. But I would never do it. Do you know how many people have to be drunk when they step foot in that ring in order to do what they do? Because when they take a hit, we all know what it looks like. It hurts. Yeah. They need to be drunk. And they are drunk. But they got to pass that test. And he said, I know people. And I'm sure he does. He would never name names. Yet. Maybe one day. Hey, when you buy makeup online, how do you find your right shade? Because <laughs> I'm looking at the Wizenator see? site. And there's no like color palette or anything here. Yeah. And I think I'm somewhere between the tan and the Latino, somewhere in there. But they don't exactly have my shade. And what do I hold my dick up to my computer monitor to figure out what it looks like the most? Or how does it work? Yeah, this is some bullshit. Like, I mean, if you're buying makeup, for example, you go into a Sephora, you ask for a a test packet, and then you can get different shades in the test packet and go ahead and put it on your hand. Or maybe you do put it directly on your face just to make sure that you match what you need to match. It doesn't seem like that's a, an option for, for the Wizenator. Well, just the regular white skin tone. They, they got to tan that one up a little bit. That's a little too – that it doesn't even look real, nearest I can tell. Um, mind you, I haven't seen nearly as many dicks as probably you have. So I, <laughs> I – I, uh, what a strange world we the live in. Thewizenator.com. But whose job is it? This got me thinking, though. Whose job is it? I know there's officials. Maybe you are a parole officer. You've got to really, because these look. some of these do look real. If you think about them just poking out of the pants, I don't know. That could pass as a, as a completely normal dick taking a pee. I don't sure. know. So how far in depth do you have to go during that test to make sure, as the parole officer or the official, that that's the person's real dick? Do you give it a tug? Do you slap it and see their reaction? Uh, you get underneath it and just give it a little flick, like a... Boop. Flick it. <laughs> see if they flinch? Like when you touch a dog's nose, a little... Boop. <laughs> Could you imagine the person thought it was fake and just gave it a fucking yank? Like, I know it's fake! And just yanked on that, ripped that fucking dick almost right out the body? Well, I'm sure if you're in jail, anybody touching it is probably fine, but... Jeez. 
I want to know how much. Yeah, I want to know about that. I need to know more about that because apparently they're getting more realistic as you go. But they're, I mean, everybody knows about them. So they must know the signs and, and how to and what to look for. They Man, must. that's messed up. It's fucked up, right? The Wizardator. Oh. Uh, quickly here. The CMA Awards were on last night. And the CMA Award for New Artist of the Year goes to Morgan Wallen. And the CMA Award for Vocal Group of the Year goes to Old Old Dominion. Dominion. And the CMA Award for Vocal Duo of the Year goes to Dan and Shay. And the CMA for Single of the Year goes to The Bones, Marin Morris. And the CMA Award for Song of the Year goes to The Bones, Marin Morris, Jimmy Roberts, Laura Bell. Country music does it right again. This is a shout out to you country fans. The awards were awesome last night. They figured out how to do live performances with a live audience. And if they can do it, anybody can do it. Am I wrong? Um, so, I mean, yes, they man- They No, you're not necessarily wrong, but they did manage to do it. That said, a few people had to, had to uh, take that one, sit that one out because they either tested positive or knew someone who tested positive and they were in close contact. So it didn't go to so smoothly. Uh, maybe to the viewer watching who didn't notice that those particular acts were not there. But it's, uh, it, I don't know how many people will be willing to do it going forward, but it's one way to do it. Maren Morris is so good. I'm happy she won. She's a doll. She's great. Good honor. And on that, we will say thank you for listening to After 9, everybody. One more to go this week, and that will be out tomorrow. In the meantime, there's like what 400 episodes of after nine you're welcome to go back through the archives and listen to them all i know apple podcast isn't particularly convenient for that but spotify is you can just keep swiping right back to the very first episode of after nine if you want season three here season three uh anything else we got to cover in this one i think that's about it we will uh get you right back here tomorrow yeah tomorrow there's a major disturbance at the CMA Awards. A number of the nominees had to stay home because they tested positive for COVID. Lee Bryce, members of Lady A, Florida Georgia Line, and Rascal Flats are now in quarantine. Usually when this many people get sick in Tennessee, it means they undercook the squirrel. <laughs> Boxer Mike Tyson said that he used the urine of his infant son to pass drug tests when he was competing, which explains why he once tested positive for Similac. <laughs> Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.